Hello, believers. Glenda here. Um, we're going to talk about the separations again this week. I wanted to do this in video because this is such a painful thing to go through, and I've been through it a few times myself, and it's it's really, really hard. And I want you all to know I'm praying for you about this because it really bothers me. Not that God's having you do it because I know you have to do it, but that you have to hurt while you do it. So what I'm going to do is... Um, this looks like it's going to go one more episode past this, so a total of three episodes. Uh, I'm going to review half of the separations words in this episode and talk about some of the reasons why God separates us from people that we love. And then in the other, uh, the final episode, I'm going to review the rest of the words, and we're going to talk, I'm going to talk about some of my personal experiences and you know some of the things that I tried to do to get through the pain. There's only so much you can do, but. So this is what is God doing in these separations, part two. Um, in part one last week, we talked about the biblical examples of the separations and some of the ways that God might separate somebody, how he does it. This week, we're going to talk about why he does it. So I'm going to review the words first, then we're going to talk about the why. Uh, the first word I'm going to review, I'll try to remember to link these in the description, is dated April 12th, 2012, and it's called The Time of Many Transitions. My children, you are in a time, y'all keep this in mind before I start reading this, keep this in mind. Any words that God speaks, it doesn't matter what year they came out in. The Bible was written in, 2000, what, 2,000 years ago? If God speaks it, it's still relevant. My children, you are in a time of many transitions. You are transitioning between the former age and this one. And many of you feel uncertain because of this. I am shaking everything that can be shaken. And many of you are feeling it. Anything that is not sure and founded on me and my word, I will shake. I am shaking relationships, jobs, careers, health, belief systems. I am shaking everything which concerns you to show you what is not of me. Many of you struggle against the shaking because you do not understand what it is I am doing. Find your peace about these matters in me and trust me to take care of you no matter what happens. All that has been sacred in your lives is subject to change. Only I do not change. All else is fleeting. Find your security in me. Find your assurance in me. Do not struggle against this thing that I do for it is to your benefit that I do it. Now is the time all must be tested for what is not of me cannot withstand what is soon to come. Unions not of me will not stand. Homes not built on me will not stand. Relationships not built on me will not stand. So that, I'm going to stop for a second. That right there tells you that he is testing things by shaking them to show you what's not going to make it through what's coming. If it's not strong enough now, it's not going to be strong enough then, right? I no longer bless and support what is not of me. When you see these things fall, it is because I have removed my hand from them. Nations not of me will not stand. Be found in me that you may stand in the times to come. Go forth, spread my word, my glorious gospel, and be blessed. All that is not of me shall soon perish. If your knowledge is complete in my word, then you will not be moved. Anything that is not in line with my word in your life will be subject to my shaking. I am raising my children up to new levels in this age. You cannot hold on to the dead and dry things of the world, to relationships not of me, on the way to where you are going. I shall empower you to release all the enemy has burdened you with that is not my will for you. 
Okay, so there he's telling us, look, if you have to turn something loose because it's not my will, I'm going to help you do that. Many of you cling to the former things when I desire to give you something new. You cling to what you know for you see no other way, but I am the way maker. And I make the way for my children to walk in health, to prosper in all the fullness of me, to have right relationships that honor me and bring glory to my name. You cling to old things because nothing new is in sight, but I desire you would release the old to me and allow me to work my will in it. Praise me in and for all things, whether you understand them or not, for this is what I desire of you. When you do not understand a loss that has occurred, trust that I know the plan, for I am the truth, the life, and the way for you. Whenever you do not know the way, look to me, for I am the way. If you need life in your body, call on my name, for I am the life giver. If you need the truth about any situation, look into my holy word, for it will speak truth to you at all times. And all answers are contained therein if you will only seek them. Seek me, know me, trust me. Trust that I know and do what is best for you and your life and the lives of my other children at all times and do not fear. Do not fear as you see my judgments falling in your nations, my children, for these things must surely come to pass. My word shall be fulfilled to the last letter before my return and before the end comes and the end is near now. Look up, my children, for your redemption draweth nigh. Rejoice, for your time on earth is short now as all that is contained in my word is being brought to pass. Finish your journeys with faith and great courage. For your reward shall be great indeed if you do this. I love you with an everlasting love and I am watching over you as this age comes to a close. That was a time of many transitions, April 12, 2012. All these words can be found on JPH, uh, Just Praise Him dot today. For anyone who doesn't know. Okay, this word is called Coming Undone, and it's dated February 21st, 2019. My children, in what is coming, all families will not stay intact. Many of you are already seeing your families starting to come undone. Do not be alarmed at this. In some cases, I am protecting you. Some of you are experiencing your marriages coming undone as well. Do not be alarmed, for I protect my own by removing those who will become a danger to you in coming days. Do not cling to what I am removing from your life. Wrong associations can be a matter of life and death in what is coming. You must submit to my leading if you want my protection. I am with you and I will take care of you. Okay, this word is called A Way You Do Not Know and it's dated January 30th, 2020. My children, I take you through what is soon coming by a way you do not know. Do not fear. You will know when my voice is guiding you. There are signs between you and me that only we know. When I guide you, these signs will be there. Follow them. Prepare for all you know to change. Know that many close to you will betray you and desert you in these times coming. Some of you I am separating even now from unions you know were not of me, that you may be in the earth to do my will longer. Some of these will be your betrayers otherwise. Some, not all. Okay, the next word is called great danger. It's dated October 5th, 2020. My children, prepare your hearts for what is soon coming. All I have foretold in my holy word has begun, as you are already aware. Consider what this means for you. 
I have warned you there are many losses coming in each life. You may see some of those you love most pass from your world, but fear not, for if they know me, they will be safe here in my care. Those of you who have remained in unions not of me, your partners will not understand what is happening in the world, and they will not understand how to react spiritually. This is a great danger to you, as when the evil one arises soon and introduces his evil mark, they will see no problem in taking it. Some will even believe they must in order to feed their little ones. Yet if your faith in me is strong, I shall feed them for you. When you are cast out, I shall take you in and shelter you myself. You must know, my children, that those who take his mark are not only lost, but they will hate all that is mine and will severely persecute them. Murder shall be planted in their hearts and you will not be safe. They will quickly deliver you up to be killed. You must prepare now for this time is coming soon. Okay, this word is called Unions Not of Me and is dated August 26th, no, August 25th, 2011. Relationships will be tried by fire in this time. What is not of me shall not survive the test of my refining fire. In what is coming, your unions must be pure. Many of you will experience loss in this time of refining. Know that I will restore to my people what is rightfully theirs and cause you to increase more besides. I am causing unbelievers to choose now. I have come to set my people free in this time from all that keeps them from serving me with their whole hearts. I will now remove the obstacles and move my people strategically into position for that which is soon to come. Unions not of me cannot withstand the storm that is coming. Do not be surprised when you see long-standing unions crumble overnight, for this is my mighty hand. I am preparing you, my people. I will care for you in times to come. Have no fear, for I am a loving and faithful father. Many of you shall fear as events planned begin to come to pass, but these things must come, that my name might be glorified in all the earth before my sons soon return. Okay, this word is called Unbelieving Spouses. And it's dated June 22, 2017. The time has come for all of my children to move into their calling. I am now moving many of you who have been tied to unbelieving spouses into your callings. You are feeling this change already. Do not be afraid when I do this or when I harden their hearts against you, but rejoice for your time has come. I have told you that unions not of me cannot withstand what is coming. Unbelieving spouses will become your enemies in what is coming, my children, and will quickly turn you over to authorities for your beliefs in a time when the price for declaring my name will be death by torture. Do not fear, only believe, for I am well able to provide all you need. Step into your calling and keep your eyes on me. Okay, this word is called separations, and it's dated July 19, 2021. My children, I have begun separating the sheep from the goats, though you are yet on the earth. I am drawing the lines and making them clearer and clearer that all may see who is mine and who is for me and who is not. The increase of light and darkness continues. My light shines more brightly through you, even as the wicked become more wicked for all to see by the hour. In the time to come, these separations will cause many to persecute you as they realize you are provided for and protected and they are not. Do not fear this because I am beside you every step of this journey and you bring me great honor and great joy when you refuse to fear 
the enemy's tactics. Okay, now, that's the last of those words for this episode. Let's talk about why God is doing these separations. I'm going to read you some scriptures. Matthew 12, 46 to 50. While he yet talked to the people, behold, his mother and his brethren stood without, desiring to speak with him. Then one said unto him, Behold, thy mother and thy brethren stand without, desiring to speak with thee. But he answered and said unto him that told him, Who is my mother? And who are my brethren? And he stretched forth his hand toward his disciples and said, Behold, my mother and my brethren. For whosoever shall do the will of my Father which is in heaven, the same is my brother and sister and mother. Okay. So some of the reasons that I have seen or believe about why a separation might be necessary are, number one, one of the reasons is because you look to that, it's possible that you look to that person or spouse instead of the Lord as your provider or protector or helper or because they look to you. Now what that does is it, it can create a type of idolatry but also it causes us not to rely 100% on him and then if that person is suddenly taken away, our faith is not going to be enough to get us through. Number two, he might separate you to step into your calling. Many of you have not answered the call. Some of you have. But the Lord is still calling you. The Lord may free you up so that you may answer. Okay? And if you think you are unable to do anything, let me remind you of these verses because I thought I was unable to. 1 Corinthians 1, 26-29 For you see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. God doesn't call the great, you know, ten times educated people to this kind of thing. He calls just regular people. Verse 27, But God hath chosen the foolish things of the, of the world, that would be me, to confound the wise, and God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. Verse 28, And base things of the world and things which are despised hath God chosen, yea, and things that are not to bring to things which are not to bring to naught things that are. Verse 29, that no flesh should glory in his presence. When he calls somebody who's just nobody and then does something great through them, you know it has to be him. And everybody knows it has to be him. So he gets the glory because he doesn't want us taking any of that. If God, call, if God calls you to do something you don't know how to do, welcome to the club. Everybody he calls pretty much doesn't know how to do what they're called to do. He will send somebody alongside you to train you, just like he did me. Um, he sent somebody to help me with editing, with publishing, and with editing audio. I know how to do any of that. I know how to do that. He has experts in every field. In fact, I never told you all this. The man who edited my books was Harvard educated. He just passed away two weeks ago. May he rest in peace and have mighty rewards in heaven. His name was Rudy. Um, another person who assisted in the editing was a journalist with uh, the newspaper in Plano, a former journalist with the newspaper in Plano. I'm not kidding you. God will send you real help, okay, people that have training that you don't have. You don't have to know how to do everything. See, this, that's a word for somebody. You, you sir, God is calling you, and you can feel the calling real strongly, and you want to answer, but you're like, I don't know how to do any of that. He's going to send people to help you. You don't have to know. All you have to do is take that first step and say, okay, Lord, I'm willing. If you can use me, use me, and then he will do the rest. You just have to be willing 
to obey and step out and do it. And he'll take care of you too. I will always be very, very grateful for all the people that have helped me in every step. But he sent somebody that knew how to edit audio really well who called me on the phone one day really patiently and said, okay, I, know, I, had, I had lost whole podcasts, even some that were an hour long that before I knew how to record audio because I would just record them in one straight thing and then I would put them out like that because I didn't know how to do anything else. But I was trying to obey him when he told me to do, you know, go on blog talk. So he had this, this woman that I'm friends with call me up on the phone and go, okay, get your stuff together. We're gonna, I'm going to teach you how to edit audio. And she very patiently spent two full hours with me who knew nothing on the phone. And I wrote down everything she said, everything that she said about how to edit audio. And from then on, I edited my audio. I will always be so grateful. And she sowed a huge seed into the JPH ministry when she did that. When people come alongside you and help you, they are sowing a seed into your ministry. Okay? If someone helps you start your ministry and they mentor you, whatever they do, they help you learn to do audio, they help you, you know, whatever they're helping you to do, they're sowing a seed into your ministry and God's going to reward them for that. But God is going to send people. He's got people everywhere. Everywhere. In every town, God's got people. Okay. Just obey. Just step out and say, okay, God, I'm willing. Send me some help because I don't know how to do any of this. And he will. He's got the details covered already. If you think he's calling you but you're not sure, spend some extra time in prayer and reading the word and just listening to the word like on a CD or audio or whatever and ask him to make his request very clear to you and he will or he can even send you words through people you don't know. So one of the reasons God might separate you is so you can step into your calling. Another reason is because he may want you to do the work in another location. Maybe he's already got you working or whatever, and he wants you, he, he's like, okay, I need a preacher over here, or I need a you know, prophet over here, and he'll move you over to where he needs you. Another reason he might separate you is safety, yours or someone else's. Let me explain about the other person's. When the persecution arises, anybody that is associated with us or who helps us or feeds us when they cut us off from the food will be in huge danger, in danger of the same things that are happening to us because they will treat them like they are Christians too if they help us. That means everybody that's our family, everybody. If they're not Christians, if they help us, if they feed us, then the punishment will come on them. And they're going to do that because they want to eradicate the Christians. Another reason, safety-wise, that God might separate you. This is something I saw very recently. Unbelievers who really love us will be in a danger of another kind. Um, they may threaten to torture or kill us if the person that loves us does not take the mark. They may say, well, you, if you don't take the mark, we're going to torture them and make you watch. You know, they're, they're going to be cruel, y'all. So the people that love us need to understand, no matter what they do to me, don't take it. Because that can force an unbeliever who doesn't know what the mark really is to make a choice that they cannot undo without having the knowledge and the wisdom to actually make that choice intelligently. And they would do it out of love for us. And that one to me is a really scary one. 
Another reason that God may separate you and another person is to strengthen them and prepare them for the great tribulation, especially if they're not saved yet, because they'll have to stay here and go through some refinement. And if they are very dependent on us, or we're dependent on them and that's taking up all their time and God needs to get their attention, he may separate them and let them go through a few things so that they can kind of toughens them up to get them ready for that before it's too late to get them ready. Another reason that he might separate you from someone is to protect you from horrible betrayals. God sees what they're going to do in the future and what we're going to do. There are so many people that we think would never turn against us, but y'all, when there's no food to eat and they're pointing a loaded gun in your face or when your loved ones are threatened with starvation or worse, you know, they might be capable of doing a whole lot of things they wouldn't do right now. Only God can see into our hearts. I have seen over the past six or eight years, again and again, people that I was really close to that I loved so much, friends, not these are not family members, but friends, that I loved so much I would have done anything for. And I've watched and never seen this coming and then seen them turn on me like a junkyard dog. And it makes you think about the future when that happens. And it just rips your heart out when they do that. And you grieve. You grieve because you love that person. You think it would never happen. But it happens. And sometimes it's jealousy. And sometimes it's, you know, they're angry about something that they're blaming you for that you didn't do. It's just different stuff. But the worst ones are the blind side ones that you never see coming. And you love that person would do anything for them. And all of a sudden, bam. They just drove the knife in your back as deep as they could. And then you see the hatred that was there all along. We're going to see that in the future. You know, even over the years in these separations, I have almost never gotten to live near my family. Not because I didn't want to, not because I didn't ask, because I did. I know they have... I know they have to wonder about me, y'all. I know they do. Because here I am, and I'm just, you know, moving all over the place. And they're probably like, what is she doing? Why don't she, you know, stay in one place? Is something wrong with her? You know they think that. They probably just think I'm strange. But your life is very different when you are sold out to do the Lord's work. And we don't live by the world's standards. And we don't follow the world's rules. We do His standards and His rules instead. And it's, it's just a different life. Our lives are not like other people's. And we signed up for that when we said yes. You have to not care. You have to not care. I love them so much, but I can't worry about any of that. It comes with this job. It does make it an extremely lonely job, though. It does. You're constantly going to new places where you don't know anybody. You don't have any friends. You don't have anybody to help you. You don't, you know, you're just sent someplace and so you go there to obey and you just try to, you know, make a life there while you do the work because that's all you can do. And you don't get too involved with people any place you go because if you, because you know you're going to have to move again. It's just, it's not very fun. That part of it is not very fun. I wonder sometimes if Jesus and his disciples went through that. Okay, so we just reviewed some of the reasons why God might separate you. 
They're all good reasons, as you can see. But it doesn't make it less painful, and I know it doesn't. In the next part, we're going to talk about um, I'm going to talk about some of the separations I've been through and the things that I tried to do to deal with the pain. And we're going to review the rest of the words on separations. Jesus bless you. Thanks for watching. Y'all have a great week.